Welcome back into another, another saucy, another gram heavy edition of the Litmus Test. I am your host, G Smith, with my co-host, King Day. What's happening? This week we're gonna get into Pusha T's third studio album, Daytona. And as always, we give a little background. Then we get into the tracks, which aren't many. Uh, this was seven in total. And then we'll do our, um, I think we could do best track, worst track um, on this one. And then we'll do our final rating. Uh, but this this one is an interesting one. Uh, just a little information. You can find this anywhere. Uh, I located this information on Wikipedia. Um, Daytona is the third studio album by Pusha T. It was released on May 25th of 2018 by Good Music and Def Jam Recordings. The album featured guest appearances from Rick Ross and Kanye West, which Kanye West produced all the tracks, with some additional production from some cat named Andrew Dawson and Mike Dean. Um, then you got some some vocals uncredited by Tony Williams and 070 Shake. Uh, this album debuted at number three on the U.S. Billboard 200 with 77,000 uh, album equivalent units. I, I was told there would be no math, um, of which 39,000 were pure album sales and received widespread critical acclaim. That's what we're getting to. The album received the nomination for Best Rap Album at the 61st Annual Grammy Awards. So we're continuing our Grammy-nominated uh, uh, album, album of the Year reviews. Um, this was one of them. And this might have been Pusha T's best work thus far. We'll dive in. Arguably. <laughs> Arguably. But we will dive in. So let's let's do that. Track one. If you know, you know. Um This was an interesting way to start that album. You know, you know. Minimal sample in the background. Push it just talking. And as soon as he says, if you know, you know, that's when the beat drops. Or or the sample drops. And it's just it's it's nasty. I, I feel like this is a great stage setter um, for the album. I mean, for 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 a seven track album, you really got to bring it. Um, yeah. it. It forces you to put your best on there. So, how did you feel about it? It's about the same. I mean, as a Push fan, I I, I still loved it. Um, like you said, it was a good. It's a really good intro track. Uh, especially like his intro bars. Like you know what you're getting when you got a Push album. So. Um, you know, you got your drug talk, etc. But uh, <laughs> he did his thing, man. It, it it never it never got boring, especially with his intro. I felt like he was this. This was this was um this was Pusha T's stage, um, and Kanye just helped him. He he was he was the stage manager. You know what I'm saying? Like he set everything up, and he allowed Pusha T. To, to not only be himself, but to be the best version of himself. Like, I don't, yeah, I, this, yeah. and, and starting with track one, I don't think the beat hindered him at all. I thought it was just like it, it was with him and Pusha was with it, and they was just, it, it, it was at a high level, man. So we'll go he to, tra- yeah, go yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Track two, the games we play. I mean, I got notes on every track, but I felt like Drugs this one was Pusha T at his finest. 
Um, I feel like his, his voice, cadence, rhyme schemes, his all-around skill was displayed. That, that being said, I don't think this is the best track um, on the album, but I, I under, I can understand why it made the album though. Uh, how did you feel about it? Listen, the, <laughs> the beat that Kanye gave this dude for this track, and I felt like the way, the way. Push kind of rode the beat because it's it's a minimalist beat. Like it's it's this and and um hard piano kind of kind of emphasize on the keys, but the the way he just rode the beat, man, was 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 butter. And and it's like you said in the last track, he he <laughs> he gave this dude a lane, and it's I mean he just took full advantage of it, especially especially for a guy who who. Who's specifically like a drug talk guy? You know what I mean. It can get repetitive, but I felt like he did his thing, man. Especially on this track. Yeah, which is um, it's 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 interesting because when you listen to Pusha T, he's very he's a very specific rapper. He's not a he's not necessarily the rapper that you go to for like an introspective kind of song or right or speaking on social issues or or you know bearing out his soul. Dude used to push drugs, uh, more specifically cocaine. So that's what he talks about. And he talks, he really emphasizes that this is what I used to do. But look at me now, like I'm killing the rap game. You know what I'm saying? So I've I've excelled in both um, avenues. And I felt like, like, and I think that's what helped make this probably his best work. Um, for the simple fact that the 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 matchup uh, of the beats to the to his to his style, I feel like it matched really well. And I and I, I felt like track two, it wasn't like a slip off from track one, but it, it it just maintained. You know what I'm saying? It didn't raise me up any higher. Um, but that's just personal. Track three, hard piano, featuring Rick Ross. Um, this is. <laughs> What I have noted is that this is literally a hard piano sample <laughs> with hard bars <laughs> provided by Push. Um, but at the same time, I felt like Kanye kind of dispelled the feeling of monotony on the track by giving it um, some some added sounds quickly. You know what I'm saying? It, you know, the, the piano, because the piano can get monotonous. What he did was he he added some strings. He he added a guitar riff on the on the hook, um, and the and he changed it up with, uh, I think it's O seven O. I believe his name. I said it before. I'm sorry. O seven O shake. Um, with with his contribution on the hook, he changed the feeling of the song and he allowed Pusha to to stay at his level. So. I get a feeling like you didn't necessarily like this song, but I'm I'm gonna swing it to you, man. What'd you what'd you think about uh Hard Panda? The Rick Ross feature almost threw me off, but I, it, it's something about when when Kanye drops the beat that makes me fall in love with this song because it starts out with just like you said, just the hard piano. But then once he starts adding layers to the beat, man, like once he once he adds like that 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 other layer of vocals in the background, and he lacing uh, uh, 
you know, he got the drums and stuff. Once everything started hitting, man, this beat like just melts and blends together. And, and, and it's like we said before with Push, he got this lane that he's in and, and he's comfortable in it. You know what I mean? Like, you, he got the bar in this song where he said, uh, still do the Fred Astaire on a brick. Tap, tap, throw the phone if you hear a click. You know what I mean? Like, he's still, he's still talking about the dope money, man. But it's the way he does it, man. Like, it's, 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 it's fantastic. And Rick Ross, I thought, was an excellent uh, choice to put on the track, too. Yeah, like, he was a really good feature. Even though I'm not really a Rick Ross fan, Rick Ross has an ear for beats and production. And I feel like he blends on this track perfectly. He do. But if you listen to if you listen to Rick's albums, like Rick Rick has a really good ear for for beats that go with his voice and go with his flow and go, you know what I mean? Like go with his lane. Like he he does that, I think, better than anybody in the game right now. Cause even certain guys, you hear them and they sound like they fighting with the beat, like like Meek Mill and it's a couple other guys where you listening to them and it's like, man. Why, why did he pick this beat? You know what I mean? You can listen to a Rick Ross album. He ain't really talking about nothing per se. And his bars, you know, are okay. But he pulls you in with the way he flows on the track, man. And I felt like this this was perfect for him. I can see that. I can see that. I, and I, I agree with you about about the assessment on, on Rick Ross. Um, he's His beats seem bigger than him, but yet... Yeah. Don't overshadow him in a way where you feel like, oh, that well, that beat didn't really need him. He he still brings something to it, um, which makes the songs memorable and popular. Um, I think he makes a mistake making R and B song uh, style tracks, but that you know that's just me. Um, <laughs> that's just that's just how I feel personally. Uh, <laughs> but uh, I mean, overall, <clears throat> getting getting back to this particular track i agree with you i felt like i felt like the addition of rick really helped it um and it pushed you i think the placement of the track helped also um coming after yeah. two bangers then you you come with this a little bit it's, it's a little bit it's a little it's not as hard as the first two and it's a little bit faster um, just a little bit but. I thought it was a good placement. Um, track four, come back, baby. Um, and I, I, I said, well, you know what? Let's switch it up, man. So what? What stood out to you about come back, baby? That sample, man. I mean, <laughs> the sample. You 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 listen to come back, baby, and you got you got push flowing, and and like you know. He he's on the beat. It's a decent song, but you I mean you hear that sample, man. It 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 it's just dope, man. I I like I I'm having trouble even describing the song. You know what I mean? Cause cause the sample is the track. You know what I mean? Like you almost lose his bars and verses in that beat. It's so good. Yeah, he he does. I, it's gonna sound a little weird. He does lay into the track a little bit. Uh, kind of not like the track is overbearing, but he's he's just his cadence is just with it. Um, mm-hmm. I, I noted that the beat fools you with the intro, um, but yeah. then he he comes out of it with a simple beat 
to let Pusher just that that he just rides with precision, and uh, it's starting to become an issue for me at this point that his content is all about drug dealing. Like I, I know, <laughs> I know that's what you did. I get it. That's that's your that's your thing. But man, dude, like, give me a little something different. You know what I'm saying? Can I? Can I? Can we go like a couple bars without talking about it? So I. Nah, man. Nah, you 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 can't, man. He played play musical, musical chairs with these squares. Rick Flair before they was Rick Flair. Cocaine, concierge. What do you say? Cocaine, concierge. Dude, I mean, like. Like I said, man, it's, it is repetitive, and I get what you're saying, man. But, like, even even that third verse he got with the ad-libs, man, where he says it's, it's a, a meal, meal in the, in the caravan. caravan. Whoa. Whoa. Richard Mill on the leather band. band. Woo. <laughs> Yo, like, he, I mean, he was feeling himself on this track, man. And then as soon as he stopped, man, on my way back to Maryland, Gone, and then you got the sample hit again, man. Like this song, I, it's one of my favorite ones. This this song was one of your favorite ones, it, I, mostly because of the sample, man. Like I, I just love this beat. Right. Okay. Okay. I mean, I, I understand completely. I understand completely. We'll move on, man. Track five, Santeria. Um, this my favorite beat on the album. That's just me being now real. The content is interesting because he's supposedly like speaking to his friend um, who was tragically killed. But um, th- and this was this was the switch up for me that I think I needed from Pusher. Um, mm-hmm. Normally, you would have this song as like a, like the one of the last um, songs on an album, and I mean on his on his album this is because it's only seven tracks. It's track five, but the it just it felt like it was right it felt like it was the right time it was the right place the beat was nasty like mm-hmm. this is dope man uh you how, how'd you feel about it listen that I, I i'm ashamed to admit man i listened to this album and and i almost skipped i, I the first couple times i listened to it i skipped it after listening maybe the first minute or so i didn't recognize it was a switch <laughs> in this song once I noticed that and heard that, like, I, it, the song went from like a four or five to a ten, man. Because once that beat switch, man, he goes so hard on that last verse, it, it it just everything in the song ratchets up, man. Like the beat turns up, his vocals, the the bars, even the story. You know what I mean? Like everything goes up. I mean, it's it's. Again, man, like this, like you said, this this probably is his best work, albeit the shortest sample size. It's it's all quality. I felt like it was it was jam packed though. I felt like the content was really high, and yeah. uh, and he made it he made it work. He made the seven. His his, we'll we'll get into this later. But I felt like his album was the most important album to come out of this series um, because of it being a stage setup. But we'll talk about that a little bit more. I could agree with that wholeheartedly. Track six, What Would Meek Do? Featuring Kanye West. Um, okay, looking look at the time, I'm like, yo, this is dope. Um, but I think by, I think the, the Duffy Freestyle came out before the album, right? 
I believe uh, so. I think so. Or at least the first the first disc came out before the album. But I, I want to say both disses where he basically shut Drake down. By by time by time I heard this, I was kind of done with it because I'm I felt like Meek had said everything he needed to say. Um, right. I I I felt like Drake was gonna have a hard time recovering. Um, and I thought this was I hate to say it, man. Um, I think the sample took me out of it. I think that it was just a weird sound for me, and it just I wasn't digging it. Um, what what? How'd you feel about it? What stood out to you about what would Meek do? I, I, I loathe this song, man. And it's it's <laughs> I I don't even blame Push for it. Like I think I think the beat was <sighs> mediocre. I, I I didn't like the beat. Yeah, especially you coming from Santeria. Yes. To this. I mean, it's it's like a speed bump with with spike strips, man. And then, then you get this track, and, and you got Kanye, who 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 literally, I mean, he just take a baseball to whatever a baseball bat to whatever momentum you got going, man. Like, it 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 it, it was an okay track. It might have been survivable. Then Kanye but come then, He come with that. Come on, man! <laughs> throw, throw that whole verse away, man. Uh, man, even even though the rest of the verse wasn't bad, like I, I get, I get, kind of he was being what's the word I'm looking for, man? It's not facetious, but you know what I mean. Like he was nah, kind of playing with himself. Being, uh, yeah, yeah. I think I facetious is the word. No, yeah, no, it's not I, facetious. I it's uh, I, I know what you're talking about, though. He was being sarcastic. He was being sarcastic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like I, I get it. Like, but it, it just like I mean, it it pulls you out of the whole song, man. Yeah. Or me personally, like I from that point on, like I kind of tuned him out. Like when I listened to it later, I was like, okay, like I, I get what he was saying. It's it's not a bad verse. I wish he would have started it different, but you know what I mean. It's it is. I mean, it's that's Kanye at this point, so. Like I can't fault him for. I think I don't think that's that's the Kanye. I, I know that's what he gave us, but I think that was when his 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 medication dosage was a little shaky. It was a little spotty at the time. <laughs> uh, he couldn't. He had a little trouble balancing things out. Man, the system was wonky. Um, it because he was he was making noises and he was he was supposed to be like extra Drake, which. That's not gonna work. Like, why would you do this? Like, dude, there's so many people that like Drake. For you to just come out and, and do all these weird sounds, it just it didn't. It's not gonna work, man. So, I just, mm, I'm, I'm, I was really disappointed with this track, but I understood yeah. why I was on the album because of what was happening before. But I, they didn't expect to make Duppy freestyle. Like that was all reactionary. So, by the time. The album come out, everybody like, yo, did he put Duppy Freestyle on here? No. He put this on here because they had already recorded it. And that sucked. Yeah, I, so I, I feel like I feel like Kanye should have threw this on his album. Yeah, if you go if you're gonna put it this, somewhere. Yeah. Right. This don't this, stick this push was more Kanye it. song than push song. Like it it didn't fit the vibe, it didn't fit the tone, the flow, nothing, nothing on this album to this point. 
this then you get you get this this turd wrapped in a blanket drop toward the end of the album like I, I don't I don't want to hear this man don't just get to, like the album is too short for you to waste tracks I agree I agree because now you get to track seven infrared and fire <laughs> it's dope we coming at Drake again but I'm already tight. I'm like, okay, here we go with this Drake stuff again, man. But, dude, Pusha was a, he was a sniper with this punk, man. And I, I haven't noted that this this was set up what we what we would later see, even mm-hmm. from Drake. I believe this kind of changed his trajectory just a bit. Like if Drake was flying a plane, and everything is cool. That that's a comparison to his career. Uh, Pusha T was the turbulence. It got a little rocky for a minute there, um, and <laughs> I like that. once once people once people found out that he had a kid that he wasn't claiming, and he tried to make a clothing line based off his name, Adi Don. Woo, man, <laughs> that was that was some truth being exposed, man. I mean, he had he had Drake out there butt naked. I mean, I, I get it. I like this track. I like the beat. Did I want it to finish up this this type of album? Not necessarily. It felt like you gave Drake half of your your energy on this one, which I didn't like, man. I, I felt like he was doing pretty good uh, with with the first three or maybe even four tracks on here. So I'll swing it to you, man. Hopefully you can hopefully you can straighten me out on this one. But uh, what stood out to you about Infrared? Listen, it it you you got about three minutes of just bars, like. There's no hook, no nothing, man. It's just, I mean, the line that really jumped out to me, I know this is about Drake, but he got this line where he goes at, um, he goes at Wayne. And then when he's saying another multi-platinum rapper trap, who can't retire. Niggas get exposed, I see the cracks, and I'm the liar. Dude, like he, I mean, his bars on here, I mean, it's just blow for blow, man. Like that, there was no let up, and I, I like that, man. Like I, and I think I think that's what hip hop was missing at the time. That's that's why this album blew to the point it did. Um, I'm a real big I'm a yeah. real big fan of this track. I liked it. I thought it was a good kind of mic drop moment for the album. Um, especially because it's all just fire. Like he just he basically came at Drake. And Wayne, and then he just walked away. Like you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like, right. like we all we all know what what niggas been real waiting on. You know what I mean? Like that's that's like that's his last bar, and he just let it go. Like all right, I'm done. I'm done. Don't 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 come for me again, cause <laughs> cause I got another one in the chamber. Honestly, they didn't. They kind of just they they left it there. Man, this this is this is. I feel like this is still. Regardless, though, I feel like this is an interesting, interesting way to end this, um, to end this track or, or in this, in this, this album, uh, to give these guys so much of your, um, so much of your focus. Um, I, I think I will. But call I mean, it. he so, only he only gave them what a song. I don't feel like it was a lot of energy wasted on Drake on this album. Three, ah. No? No. Nah. Uh what would Meek do in infrared? What would Meek do? 
I didn't. I, I could see infrared. Uh, infrared definitely. I didn't think me. I didn't think. What would Meek do? Was a was a shot at uh, at Drake? I don't know, man. He had he had Drake lines in there. Yeah. I mean, I, I I don't know. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I I guess when you think about it, if you yeah yeah, because you know, because Meek had the the beef with Drake, so I mean, I I guess. But I when I listened to the album, I didn't I didn't take it that way. Like I didn't think. I didn't think of that song specifically as a, an attack at Drake. Not like infrared. Like infrared direct shot was targeted. Like that was <laughs> that was a sniper shot. You know what I mean? Like right across the face. Right. Okay. Okay. So we'll uh, let's let's get to our our uh, our assessment. So track best track worst track. Um, and I'll give you the floor, man. Best, give me your best track and your worst track. Best track? Uh, I'm gonna go come back, baby. I like the bars. Really love the hook. Um, I, I still haven't gotten tired of that song to this day. Like I, I was listening to it a couple days ago. Like it's, it's, I mean, you could play it loud in the background. It's, it's a perfect track. Hmm. Okay. In my opinion, you said best track and worst track. Best track and worst track. Worst track is by far "What Will Meek Do." I think that I think "What Will Meek Do" is one of one of Pusha T's worst tracks in his discography. Man, mic drop. Um, hot takes. Uh, I gotta go with uh, "If You Know You Know" as the best track. No, did I say that? Yes, I did say that. Yes. If you know, you know, best track on the album. Um, mm. I felt like, dude, for a stage setter, and you don't know where he's going with it. You just hear this in the back while he rapping, and and you hear the little the 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 female vocal. Yeah, yeah. And then he just say, "If you know, you know," and that mess dropped, dude. Like that. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> that was that dope to me every time. Every time I think about this album, I think about that song, and it allows me to just let this thing play out. Um, I think it's the best track on here. I, and once again, what will Meek do is the absolute worst track on here. This, this is this, and the, and the, the choice. I think what bothers me is that Kanye, man. I don't know if he consciously made this decision or subconsciously, but that beat was extremely underwhelming and did not fit. It did not fit was Meek what what uh what Pusher was doing. It didn't fit what he was going for and what he had already established. So by the time you get to this track, track six with Kanye, you're looking for something that's like a heavy hitter. Like yeah. you think about what yeah. Kanye's done in in his past with, with other features, like with, with Jay-Z or um, um, Lupe, or you know, just Cameron. You looking for I mean, something like, yo, he's he about to kill him with this, and to and to put this out, I was just, oh, oh, not not even not even going that far back. If if you just take this album, just isolate everything, and just take this album, like this, it it just doesn't fit anything. Like you, like like hard piano, man. You got the keys come in. You got background vocals. You layering over stuff, man. You, like you said, if you know, you know, man. You start out with a hi hat. You got, you got other little vocals. You splashing in there and playing with. 
You got the beat come in and drop, and then you come with what will meet through, man. It's just it's chaos. There is it's literal, it's literal. Uh, it 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 did not fit. It just it just it just didn't fit, man. It's like it's like having having Kool Aid at a governor's ball. It doesn't fit. You wouldn't have it there. It just it it didn't work. Didn't work. Not at all. So with that being said. Now we get to the best part of the review, um, I believe. Uh, upon further review, how did you rate um, Pusha T's Daytona album? I give it an eight, man. Woo! And, and I wanted to go higher. My only issues were what would Meek do and the length of the album. Hmm. Like I felt like everything else was was there man like it's it's pusha t so i knew what to expect content wise Mm -hmm. he didn't disappoint um kanye gave him quality beats man yeah for the most part so yeah like i mean sonically the sound is is there the only that's that's my only issue you got one week track out of seven and you only got seven tracks like if you could have gave me ten 10 to 10 to 12 tracks. You know what I mean? Then then you could swing and miss maybe one or two more times. But other than that, man, I I, I got no issues with this album. I think that's I think that's an interesting take. Uh well, let me give you mine. So upon further review, I rated Pusha T's Daytona album a 7.5. And I that what would Meek do is a serious misstep on a seven-track album. You got seven tracks. They yeah. all got to be five. Um, you've already limited your content somewhat uh, by, by talking about cocaine dealing so much. But at the end, of, and then you gave a track to Drake, so you gave him focus. So this 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 was a missed opportunity, in my opinion, because you had Santeria. Uh, where you talked about loss, um, but you also talked about what you, what what you've accomplished. This was a missed opportunity, man. Um, this this was one. Even if he, I think it would have been better if he put Meek on it. To be honest with you, but I yeah, I agree. Put Meek on it and then and then give him a different beat. I, I thought you know you could have kept the title, and I felt like it would have been it would have been dope. Like they was teaming up, but I, was Meek out at the time? Maybe that wasn't possible. Um, I don't, he might not have been out, but uh, that's a, that's that's a serious, serious, serious misstep, man. And on the seven track album, that that didn't work. Now, overall, seven seven point five is not bad considering that it was the first album in a number of albums for good music uh, that was rolled out, and he had to set the stage. Like he had to be this this concept. You would show if it will if, if if it was gonna work or not with him. He was the first, and it worked, and that allowed um, all these other albums, Kanye's, Nas, um, Tiana Taylor. It it allowed all of them to be able to do uh, the same thing, and it really, honestly, it, it not only did that, but it also uh, helped build anticipation for what was to come. It did. So, I think that was the biggest thing. Like it boosted everybody else's anticipation, because 
if 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 this album fell flat, now you're not looking forward to like Tiana Taylor or or Nas even because you know Nas, Nas is a bit of a stretch for a Kanye, right? Because Nas, Nas is a different Nas, style, type Nas of rapper. Nas has an established fan base, so I feel like Nas was gonna be okay. Everybody else kind of needed this to work because the Cuddy album. Ye ain't did no Cuddy album in a minute, so right that you had a Ye album that he was putting out. If this album sucked, then you like, oh man, Kanye lost it. Like, yes, the, the rest of these albums gonna be garbage. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it would have killed the buzz. But the fact that this was so good, now you're like, oh snap, what do you got left? Right, man, I can't wait. But when is this album dropping? When is it? And it just it built that snowball, man. So I don't know, man. It worked. It worked. It definitely worked. Um, wasn't perfect, but it wasn't. It wasn't terrible. It, it and it was. It was actually. It was better than good. So, Dave gave it an eight. You gave it an eight, right? Yeah. Dave gave it an eight. I gave it a seven point five. Um, this has been our review. Um, again, we're working on the Instagram. We're working on. I'm working on getting this content up. I, it's a lot of editing. Everything is on me. Um, so. I'm trying my best. Uh, then I'm moving too, and I got you know work has changed up, so it's just a lot going on. But I'm trying my best. Um, we will have these out uh, for you guys as soon, soon as we can. Um, the sooner the better, obviously, because we got some more albums coming. We got some stuff dropping this year, and uh, it should be a lot of fun. So with that, that's gonna wrap it up um, for my co-host King Dave. I have been your host G Smith. And this has been a litmus test. Peace.